Omoka from HD 96.3 FM. You're listening to the Atomic Podcast, where Ephraim blows up the news on a verbal scale. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Ephraim Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Mia Mocha. How you doing, Mia? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing all right in the Midwest. We had a nice conversation earlier before we even began, and um, I'm glad you're on the show. It's a pleasure to have you on. I had such a thrill being on this show. Actually, yes, we were talking earlier, and you're such a cool guy. I mean, you have an amazing life. I know we're going to be talking about me, but man, your life is pretty interesting in its own right. I still think it would be a great sitcom. Just keep that in mind, okay? <laughs> Seriously, you need to submit that. They might scoop that up. Trust me, this man's life, what he's going through right now, you might be thinking it's kind of painful, but it's actually kind of funny. That's what you're telling me. Okay, just keep it in mind, will ya? Will you do that? You you could say it's like the... Okay, it's all quiet with crickets. Okay, man, I'm telling you. You've got something there. You need to strike while it's hot. Okay, let me get back to focus. Let's kind of go off to the side. So, how you doing? New York style. How you doing? No, it's like... Did that right? It's how you doing. How you doing? Like that. How you doing? All right. How you doing? Yeah. Me, um... Yes. You just had a bowl of sugar. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can get goofy and talk to the sun come up and back down again. Oh my goodness. So I'll try to stay focused here because I'll be all over the place. So, <laughs> so yes, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to be on the Atomic Podcast. And what you want to know? I want to know. E- I want to know everything about Mia. Um, tell me how it. You know what led you to the roads you're at now. Like what led you into the entertainment field, basically. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to first start off by saying I am a Christian, and yes. I my faith is very important to me, and the Lord has always led me. And uh, growing up, I come from a big old family of twelve. A big old Catholic what? family. To- Wow. I know. Wow. Eight brothers, four sisters, and I'm number 10 of 12, okay? And the thing is, with the big family, everybody takes on a role. You have the brat, you have the jock, you have the one with the attitude, you have the nerd. Me, I was the nurturer and a bit of the comic one. I made people laugh a lot. Mm. So, And I was the mother figure. So even though I was number 10... Uh, that was in my nature, and I went to a performing arts school. And I'm, when I say performing arts, I mean like with ballet and tap and jazz, and I had did that um, from middle school all the way up to me being a senior. So I learned a lot about diversity. Actually, going back a little bit further than that, I grew up in a place called Vista, California, and that's where it's the Marine Corps base is there. And at the time I was there with my family, we were like the only black family in the city. Okay, so my only siblings were the only black connection I had. I kid you not. I grew up with white, Mexican, and Samoans. Wow. So, yeah, and so when I moved to Oregon, my stepfather took me to Portland, Oregon, my family up there. That's where I had a little bit of culture shock because I was then put in a, in a black community, which was very different from the way, the way I grew up. Mm-hmm. So for me, I didn't quite, I know I'm black, but I didn't know how to fit in to the urban lifestyle. I, I just didn't. I was like teased, you know, oh, you flooding. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but oh, you flooding girl and the way you look and the way you talk. So I had a hard time until I got into the performing arts school 
where um, I learned about more diversity and accepting myself. And it's okay for me to be me. I don't have to change who I am. I can just me to be people that will gravitate towards me, that mm-hmm. will like me the way I am, and that's what happened. So with me doing the dance and, and ballet, and I got into a semi-professional dance company, and there we toured all over, you know, parts of Oregon, all the way up to Canada. Wow. And it was an amazing experience for me. And then after I had graduated from high school, um, I got married, had a family. This is really it's really interesting. I had a family. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm left-handed, by the way, so I, I love art. I love designing things. I love drawing and pictures and, and everything in that nature. So while I was raising my family, I would always... Um, do things that were artistic. So what I did was I got it, I started my own Christmas shop at home so I could watch my kids and have a home-based business. Well, I had ended up doing two United States uh, patent designs for uh, Christmas items. And mm. it was really cool because I patented them myself and I got one Canadian one. But for me, I'm always creating. That's never enough. So I would start doing interior design. So I went to school for interior design, doing home study. Mm-hmm. And I got my certification of that as well. But again, it was it was great and I loved it. But this is going to sound a little strange, but the Lord led me into radio broadcasting. I never thought in a million years this would be something I was going to do. And I know it may sound strange, but for people of faith, I think you know where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. The Lord told me I was compelled to, to do broadcast. Now, this is, it's very hard to get on the radio. It is, especially uh, like FM with music stations. It's yeah. very difficult. So what I did was, you know, I kept my faith and I looked for a school where I could stay at home because the nearest school was like 100 miles away. So I found this school where I could do my studies at home. But the other half would be in a radio station. Mm. So uh, I did this. The, the school said, name five stations you are interested in and learning from and that you can go in and intern. So I put down five stations, and one of them was the number one station in the location where I'm at now. And that very station, the program director, met with me and took me on as her student. I kid you not. So I learned at home how to breathe right, how to speak tongue twisters, how to do news, how to do music, writing commercial spots. I, I was like, I have, okay, I'm going to just admit this. I'm a bit of a nerd. I have <laughs> asthma. So when I was learning to do breathing, I was having asthma attacks. So I was up here taking gas with my inhalers, and I'm learning how to speak and do all these different things. And I had finished my course in four months. The next day, they hired me, and that was Clear Channel. Wow. And so I was, yes, it, it's it's incredible. And I started on as overnight. And my program director, she was teaching me how to, you know, um, pronounce my name and everything on the radio, how to go in and out. And I was practicing and practicing. And then she goes, Mia, that last one you did, I'm airing overnight. I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. So I'm staying up in the middle of the night waiting until midnight to strike. And I turn on the radio station and I hear my voice. I kid you not. I'm jumping around the house like Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. I kid you not. I was screaming at the top of my lungs. I was so excited. Got my family up and everything. They were excited for me for two minutes and they went back to bed. But me, I just sat there and I was like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? So what I did was I, I, I wanted to learn everything. And so anything they taught me, I absorbed. I never had an ego. I never had a big head. I kept my mind always open. 
Well, not long after that, um, at this particular station, Clear Channel, they owned a hot AC station, uh-huh. a classic rock station, a country station, uh-huh. and a talk station. Uh-huh. And they under one umbrella. And so um, the program director for the Fox, which is classic rock, said, you know what, um, Mia, how would you like to be my assistant? And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. And I was like, you got it. So he brought me in. And he taught me how to do the commercials and how to produce my own commercials that they aired on the air. But not just that. I learned programming. I learned everything you can think of. But the hardest thing I had to do, and I kid you not, like I said, I'm a Christian. And this particular station is classic rock. So here I am listening to Hell's Bells, Highway to Hell, and all these other classic rock songs. And I'm doing the sign of the cross. I'm like, Lord, help me God, Because I'm listening and hearing these songs. But you know what? I'm like, God brought me here. So I'm a focus. So I absorbed everything. Eventually, I was on the country station as a DJ, the hot AC, doing the talk station, and producing commercials. And this is all happening, like, within a, two years. I kid you not. So I know it's God. I know wow. it's the Lord. It is. There's no way I could not have opened those doors myself. You know what? I'm talking so much. Do you have any questions? <laughs> no, no. I, 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 oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't mean to do that, but I can talk, talk, talk. Do you no. have any questions? No, no. I'm, I'm just fascinated what you're saying because not a lot of people will say, you know, God talked to me and said, look, this is what I have to do. So it's kind of fascinating that, you know, it's not even um, – I, w- I wouldn't call it an epiphany, but you you have do you call it like an awakening or something? Well, it's it's really interesting. I'm the type of person that I have a very close relationship with the Lord, and, and my faith is very important to me. Uh-huh. And to be, honest, I've never denied it. I've always told people the honest truth. The Lord told me in a dream. Okay. He told me. I've always told people that I've never denied it because to me to deny it is to deny the Lord. So I won't do that. People can think I'm strange, crazy, or whatever the case may be, but I always tell them the same thing because that's exactly what happened. That's why I said I could not get those doors to open myself. That's impossible. Uh I know I was a stay-at-home mom. A stay-at-home mom. And then I'm like on the number one station in the desert where I live for Clear Channel. I'm like, what? So when people say that when anybody has a dream and other people are like, you can't do that, don't believe it. Uh-huh. Don't let anybody ever talk you out of your dream. You can do anything. Yeah. You can. You can do anything. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm just saying you, you can. And yes, my faith is very important to me, and it's very difficult because I worked in Hollywood. You know, I've worked with Aaron and Kelly, who you've had past guests on the show, and who are amazing. And uh-huh. I, I speak with the, you know, um, with a lot of the celebrities. I've engineered their shows. But let me tell you something. Hollywood can be very dark. Uh-huh. And it's very difficult to be a Christian and have a strong faith in an area, in a location where that's not common. You get where I'm coming from? Yeah, I told you. So it's difficult. So you're always tested. Uh-huh. You can always be tested. It can it can be challenging. Yeah. Is it, are you, are you still always tested regardless now of your situation now? Yeah. Well, I, I always think this. God giveth and God can take it away. Uh-huh. And I'm not, I'm, and you know what, and as long as I've stayed grounded and I stay focused, it has not come that way. But I have turned things down because of my faith. 
Really? I refuse. I refuse to give. Well, you know, it it can be pretty dark. You hear stories in oh. Hollywood where yeah. people go down the wrong path. They forget about their morals and their values. Hollywood is it's no joke. Yeah. It, it's no joke. You have to be strong skinned, a tough skin, and especially when you have morals. It's very difficult. Yeah. But you know what? It's possible. Oh. It's possible. So. Yeah. What What um have you turned down that? that you know you said no to oh my gosh well <laughs> oh gosh what have I turned down I have um, there's quite a few things over the years I have been you know I'm married okay uh-huh. yeah I'm married <laughs> let me just put it to you this way if I didn't have my moral compass I could go a lot further in Hollywood if you would go by way of sleeping around. Wow. You get me? Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. And that ain't happening with me. That's just, that's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. You have to be, well, yeah, of, of course. How, 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 did you de- how did you deal with that situation when that was approached to you? Like, you was like, are you kidding me? Like, what, what's, like. I back away. Well, oh. no, I back away. I, I, sometimes you can give people the impression like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. And other times it's like they get the message. So yeah. for me, it's like, you know, I'm nice and I'm kind and I'm upbeat and I have a lot of respect for people and I treat everyone the same with kindness. I mm. always have. I still do. But there's lines I won't cross. Mm. There are lines I won't cross. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I love what I do. I'm not selling my soul for stardom. No, thank you. I have to live with myself. You know what I mean? Eternity's a long time. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope I answered your question. No, no, you Hi. did. You no, know, you did. You did. You did. Um, <laughs> um, speaking of your your attitude and your personality, how would you describe yourself if was your, in terms of your attitude and your personality? Well, the thing is, is this. I am a team player. I, I, I... I don't have a big head and I don't have a big ego. I don't have a complete zero ego either. Don't get me wrong. Anybody in radio and television has a little bit of an ego. Yeah. Just a little bit, at least. You know, anyone says different, they're lying. Mm-hmm. I do. But at the same time, just as God has blessed me, I'm also trying to be a blessing to other people. So I never try to sabotage. I encourage other people around me. Those who want to be on air, I'll give them advice. I'll try to get them on the air. It's not, it has, you know, their talent and their goal and their road is theirs. I have my confidence. I, I know who I am and I know I'm good at what I do. So I'm, I never feel insecure. And anybody who's worked with me will tell you that, that that's how I am. I'm positive. I don't like negativity. Mm. I don't like it. I don't think you have to put down people or treat people bad just because you're in a position of authority. You mm. don't do that. You watch how you treat people. So for me, people will describe me as funny, mm-hmm. bubbly, upbeat. Um, I'm, a, you know, I I've been a co-host on many shows. I'm a team player. I get people laughing, and I just bring that positive energy. That's what I love doing, and I never get tired of doing that. I never bring my problems to the mic. You check it at the door. Mm-hmm. You check it at the door, and even when it's at the door, I, I, this is something I do, and this is it. Whenever I have difficult times. I'm very private with my life because I don't want the things I'm going through to be other people's entertainment. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, totally. 
Huh? Totally. So I don't yeah. put my business in the streets. I just don't do. I, I I get on my knees. I pray. I talk things out. I am a talker, especially with my family. I'm very close. But when you're in this industry, it's better to keep things private. It yeah. just it just is yeah. because not everybody has your back. Mm-hmm. How much? You know yeah. How much has family kept you grounded? You know, are you close with? You know, you have family of twelve. Um, are you close with everybody? Is it, is it like a close family unit, or are there certain ones you talk to and certain ones you don't talk to? Right. Um, a lot of my family is not happy for me. Wow. They are not all happy. Oh no. Oh no. My family. I've come from brothers who are competitive. That sports were everything. Um, I come from a very big athletic family, and to be in the performing arts, being a woman in the performing arts, oh no, I got the crickets. Oh my the God. The ones who played the football and the basketball and everything like that, those are the ones that got the big credit, not me. Really? So for my, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. So for my family, a lot of them that see my success, uh, they're not all happy for me, because they feel that should be them. So it's been a bit of a, a challenge, even in my own family. But I'm going to just put this out there. Your family can be who you want it to be. It does not always have to be blood. Mm-hmm. I have family that are that are not blood-related to me, mm-hmm. that have my back more than my own family. I'm real about it. Mm-hmm. I'm realistic about it. So, yeah, there's a lot of us, and a lot of times when you have a lot of siblings, you fight for attention and spotlight. Yeah. It's a true story. So... Yeah, so no. <laughs> I keep everybody else more grounded. I know who I am. I, I Like I said before, a long time ago, I accepted who I am, and I'm not changing who I am. Everybody wow. has a core. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That core within you. And for me, um, I, 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 I'm not going to switch to try to be popular or to hang out with people that are, I know it's just not right. I have to be me. You're either going to love me or you're going to hate me. And either one, I can handle that. But I'm not going to be fake. Mm. I can't. Yeah. It must be hard, though, because, you know, I, I, everybody has problems with family like that. And sometimes, you know, you get along with family. Sometimes you don't or you speak to them or you don't. And it's kind of hard because, you know, you figure the family is the first one you'll be able to speak to about situations that you're going through or things that you want to, you know, praise or, you know, congratulations, Mia, or this, this and that, you know. And it's just kind of hard sometimes because um, the people that you expect to be there are pretty much not there. And, you know, that's I think that's where God comes into play because he's never going to leave you and he's never going to forsake you. So that's right. it's it perfectly said, you correct. Know, you know, so you it's exactly. Mm-hmm. So you have him in your life. So, you know, if, you know, a lot of people won't understand that, but, you know, that's all you need pretty much. And, you know, you're as long as you have your kids, you have your health, you have your family, you have a roof over your head. You're good. Well, that is well put. That is very true. But it also works around people who are very diverse as well. Yeah. I have friends that are Mormons, Jehovah's yeah. Witnesses, agnostic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you name it. They're yeah. out there. And a lot of them I hold dear to my heart. And I share my faith with them without shoving it down their throats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why we have no problems working with one another because I'm not that judgmental type of person. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? I, we, we can have a conversation. We can talk, but I'm not going to attack you and, and your belief. I'm, I'm just not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's how I, I think I've, um, you know, I've been in the industry for 12 years now. And um, 
as part of uh, with me being on the radio is one part of what I do and enjoy doing. And I'm also been on television. Oh my goodness! Don't let me get me started on television with 4K cameras and you can show every pimple and pimple in your face and everything. Oh my gosh! Don't get me started on that. But um, one thing I've used for me being on air is I always volunteer mm-hmm. in my community. One of the things it's almost like me. Uh, it's like a ministry. So I use my time free of charge. I've, I've done things like No Drugs America. I've done things like, uh, you know, human trafficking and, and slavery, for, you know, anti-human um, trafficking and wow. you know, breast cancer awareness. I've done all these things. I think I've received almost every local humanitarian award there is. <laughs> and I, I, I really appreciate it, but all those awards are in a box. They're not on my walls or anything. I have boxes of them because I don't do it for the recognition of the award. I do it as part of my ministry. It's like I try to give back and I try to bring awareness. That's very, very important to me. And, you know, it it makes me feel good inside and it's me making a difference. So whenever I'm at the mic, whatever I can do to help others, I do. I do. If you look on Facebook, you will see it. I'm, I'm out there. I'm reading with the kids for Dr. Seuss, you know, uh, reading programs with elementary schools. You know, I'm out there running for breast cancer awareness or brain injury awareness. You name it, I'm doing it. And it makes me feel good, even though it's free of charge. And, you know, that's how I am. I do it because of that. I want to make a difference. So that's what I do on the flip side when I'm not on the air. Uh, (laughs) how, how How important is radio to promote, you know, your beliefs and basically just to promote anything that you have going on in life like how important is radio the radio is a platform i use it as a platform because to me just being on the air hey i'm a i'm on the air i'm a celebrity you know i i reach hundreds of thousands of people and although i love doing the music and everything for me that's not enough mm-hmm. for me you know what i mean and yeah. so whenever they come because like um like our talk station we do a lot of nonprofits are on there, okay? Mm-hmm. And they'll sometimes ask, you know, the churches will ask, can you come and do this or MC this fashion show or this event for me? And I'm like, absolutely, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Not a problem, I'll be there. That's no, no talent thing or nothing because I like giving back. That's what it's like equal for me. I can't just be on the air. That's not good enough for me. For me, I also have to give back and, and help. Because ultimately, when, when I'm gone, these are the things I want people to remember, that I was there making a difference in the community. Being on air is great, but for me, it's just not enough. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Um, being on the air... Imagine what you'd be thinking, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll actually also, um, you also are a break dancer, right? Oh, my word. Okay. <laughs> you find that oh my goodness yes once upon a time <laughs> i was a break dancer it was a dance group called raw material and <laughs> i love the name yes raw material and we were sponsored by nikes now this was in the 80s oh my goodness and you know there was a movie out you're probably too young to even know this but there was a movie out called breaking yes i remember of course do you remember that yes we were like we were like that. That was the end thing. And we had placed, I believe, number two in the state for breakdancing because we had girls in our group. Majority of breakdancing groups were males. And because we had females, me and two other girls, and I was a dancer, so I was a choreographer. 
So we had so much fun. Oh my goodness. And when I look back at those pictures now, I just cringe. Oh uh-huh. my, my Jerry curl. Oh my. <laughs> it, it just makes, but it, it was an awesome experience. And I still have my Nike suit. Like oh my is. god <laughs> yes i still have it it's awesome it is it's cool but yes i did do break dancing oh my goodness can you still throw the moves down if you wanted to or oh, yeah i can i can still do some of this stuff absolutely i can break down people start laughing or they'll be like oh that's cool show me how to do that now i'll try to show them how to do it but yeah i can at least say yes once upon a time i was part of a break dancing group oh my how you found out well, you are good <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, what's the single best piece of advice you ever received from anyone? Oh my goodness. Um, oh my goodness. Um, I would have to say one of the program directors over at the country station had told me that you should, she gave me an example of a mouse that was in a maze with the cheese and you know how they have the cheese and they lift up the little slot and the mouse takes off and it goes after the cheese. Yeah. Well, um, she had told me the mouse will never come back to the entrance. Once the mouse goes after the cheese, that's it. It's not going to come back to the beginning. It's going to go after the cheese, meaning that technology is always going to change. Don't always try to go back. Don't Uh go back to the way things were. Keep moving forward. Keep your mind open. Just go after the cheese. Don't stop. Don't try to go back to the beginning because the beginning doesn't exist anymore. Never look back. Keep moving forward. Keep your mind open. And that was one of the best things I had ever heard because technology is always changing. And even in the industry I'm in right now, in radio, what I learned in school was just the tip of the iceberg of what I had learned in radio. It was nothing like that once I got in and learned in the station itself. It's always evolving. Don't ever try to go back. Stay forward. Keep your mind open. That was the best advice that the program director for Cat Country had given to me. Yeah. You know how there's some people who always have VCRs, VHS tapes, and they're not going to give up on that. And, you know, they have a transition to DVDs or torrents. You know, there's some people that won't change. Like, you know, they, they're they afraid of, you know... New technology and 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 new and you know new beginnings and um it's 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 true because you know you have to evolve you know just like as a yeah. as a caterpillar turns into a butterfly you know it evolves just like a baby grows into a man or, or you know a, a little girl grows to a woman we all you know we can't we can't go back we always always forward you know mm-hmm, absolutely and with that even being said it's really interesting. I had never thought in a million years that I would be an on-air DJ, but I am, and, I, and I'm grateful for that. And even now, when I was talking about the mouse chasing the cheese, I've evolved even to television. I've done uh, news, learning to read a teleprompter, learning how to do camera and lighting and, and writing out scripts and everything I've learned. It's like God wants me to know not just radio, but everything, because as you know, it's not only radio anymore. Radio is now television. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you've noticed that even on TV now, you'll see shows where they'll, the DJs or the talk host will be at the mic and they'll have a camera right there on them. Mm-hmm. So the pressure is on. It's evolved from just radio. It's no longer a magic mic with just a voice. Yeah. People are actually watching now. So again, that's the evolving part. It's the part they were saying that my program director had said, keep moving forward so with that being said 
when I was working with Aaron and, and Kelly, uh, you know, they do a lot of television and everything is televised and they're yeah. right there on the red carpets and yeah. they have those 4K cameras. <laughs> yeah. So looking good and you ain't got your spanks on and if you don't have that makeup right and everything everything shows shadows on your face will make you look like you from thriller oh it is seriously so i have learned it's really interesting i have learned even with aaron and kelly and uh working in the newsroom that again it's not enough to just be behind the mic i'm always wanting to learn so i've learned to be in front of the camera and a lot of you have to be aware because you know if you're smiling crooked or if you you know if you're messing with your eye or tinkering with something or hit something it's right there live on the camera so i have learned it's not as easy as it looks when you're up there interviewing you have that mic there it, it looks easy and it looks simple but it's actually a lot of work but I do enjoy it. I love it. So I'm, I feel blessed that the Lord is, you know, it, it, I'm just growing and growing in the industry, learning more, always keeping my mind open, but at the same time, staying grounded. Mm. But let me tell you something. I have worked with some divas. <laughs> some divas. My word. And I have learned even from some of those people as well that are just oh my goodness they're just horrible i've learned you just don't treat people like that and when i mean divas i mean people with really really bad attitudes and a lot of times you have to work with the people you don't necessarily like and a lot mm-hmm. of times you have to hold your tongue but there are other times where you have to you know if people disrespect you you know, you don't have to treat people bad. They disrespect you, especially on the air. You have a right to defend yourself, and I've had to do that. Really? And that was very, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had to do that because, I, again, I have eight brothers. I won't back down. Yeah. You push me in a corner, I'm out swinging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I've had to stand up for myself. And that gave me, it made me stronger as a person. But I also realized at the same time, that's their problem, not mine. I, I won't treat people like that. So I've had some challenges. Oh, my goodness. If I there, It's out there. And, and you, you've already found that I was a breakdancer. I'm afraid you might find a podcast for some of these outburst arguments, downright fights on the air. Oh, my word. What was I, th- I think, you know, when we get to talking to you, we start telling people, you know, we'll tell you our whole entire life. There's something about you that just makes people just talk. I don't know. I'm getting kind of worried here. I'm like, oh my goodness, am I am I saying too much? But yes, there was one particular person, one particular person that was my nightmare, oh. and his name was I don't know if I should even say his name. Say his name. But anyways, say his name. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my word. Okay, my nightmare was the poor man. The poor man. His name was the poor man. The poor. Okay. 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 And this man used to be a big deal in in Los Angeles. Was on the you know the the biggest station in Los Angeles. Okay. And he claimed he worked with Dr. Drew. He helped Dr. Drew get his you know the love doctor, Dr. Drew. Yeah, yeah. He got on the air, and the poor man became pretty much non-existent. Dr. Drew's career took off, and the poor man hated Dr. Drew and would repeatedly, repeatedly talk horrible about this man on the air well i had the uh the privilege or unprivileged to be his engineer he went through every engineer i mean he went through many of them okay he would attack them on the air it was that bad wow. until he met me hmm. until he met me oh yeah 
and all the ratings went up after I got on the air because I wouldn't take no mess from him. Uh, Mia don't play. Mia don't play. <laughs> no, and the ratings went up, but that was like one of the, the darkest times, I would have to say, on the air for me because we would go to blows on the air, and the, the owner loved it because it made the ratings go up, but it was uh, stressful for me. Yeah. It was stressful. That was one of the most difficult times I ever had on the air, but I learned because everything is a learning experience. Every person I've ever met, God wants me to know. He mm -hmm. wants me to meet. There's a reason why these things are happening. And I look look at them as, as learning experiences. But yeah, I know you're going to look it up, aren't you? Are you going to Facebook me and say, look, I found it, start laughing? Are you going to look it up? Um, who knows? I might. I might. Keep it up. I might. <laughs> well, never mind. Let's move on. Let's talk about something else. Go ahead. Okay. Right now, I'm currently on a hip-hop station. Yeah. I'm on a uh, HD 96.3 FM, yeah. and it's hip-hop and R&B, and it, it's an amazing station. It's growing in numbers. It's kicking butt. It's a newer station. It's only been around uh, a year now. Oh, wow. Okay. It's still early on. Right. It's very early, and it's part of that cluster I was telling you about with the Fox, the classic rock, yeah. the country station, and everything. So I'm on. I'm having a blast with it. I really am. Is it and, uh, is it classic hip hop and R and B, or is it um? It's, it's past and present. Okay. It plays it all. It plays the old school. It plays the new music too. So it's really, really super cool, and it's growing leaps and bounds. And I'm I'm so honored to be on that station. I love it. I love it. I I really have a good time with it. So in addition to doing that, and remember I told you that I give back. Well, um, there's a university uh, by the name of University of Redlands. It's uh, a well-known school out here in California. They have a radio station. It's called K-Dog. Mm -hmm. And I tour on that station as well. I have my own top 40 on there, and I mentor the kids there. Ah, and awesome. then also, in addition to that, I'm also on an advisory board for Bradman University, which is another university separate from the University of Redlands. So I do a lot of community things. I do a lot of community outreach, and I really enjoy that. So there you go. I get pretty busy, but, um, you know, all in all, I'm very blessed. I really am. And you also are an inventor, as you said earlier, too. And you have stuff that's already patent, right? Yes, I have design patents. Yes. And I also have children's stories I'm going to start illustrating and working on as well. I'm always working. I can't wow. sit around. I am. Yeah, I'm always working. So, I, again, I'm just very grateful. And as far as the family thing, you know what? The people who care about me, they are around me. Yeah. They're with me. But or not. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You know? So, yeah. There you go. That's <laughs> me. That's everything I do. I put it all out there. I work with some amazing people. I've learned from some amazing people. I've learned also from some horrible people. But it's made me who I am today, Mia Mocha. And by the way... I got the name Mia Mocha because at the time when I first started radio, I had to keep drinking coffee because I was tired. I had to get up in the early morning. <laughs> so I had to come up with an on-air name. So I was either going to be Mocha Mia or Mia Mocha. Mia Mocha so sounds perfectly fine. Mia yep. Mocha, yes. And that's how I got my name is because I was drinking coffee to stay awake. <laughs> oh, my God. As simple as that. Some, you know, some people probably thought, oh, it's her complexion because she's a Mocha complexion. So that's Mocha. Or, 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 uh, that, that's Good, yes. A lot of people are like, yes. Um, the first, you know, it was really funny because when I would go um, places, I would hear things like, is that really her name? Because they were playing the station. And yeah. A lot of the 
um, businesses because the hot AC, you can play a lot of the music. It's very different from like the rock or the, the uh, hip hop. So they'd be like, is that really her name? Things like that. And I would just listen. I wouldn't say anything and listen to what people I had to say. But people ended up liking me a lot. They oh. did. And on top of everything, check it out. On top of everything I do, I'm also a makeup junkie. Oh, no. Sephora is your store, right? Oh, you know Sephora? Check it out. Well, they what do. you know about Sephora? I know Sephora. They have men's cologne as well. Yep, if I have the opportunity to go there. Yeah. Is that right? Uh Uh-oh! I can tell you know your Sephora. Oh my goodness, awesome! Okay, yes, I I love Sephora. I even have my card for them, you know what I mean? Where I get my free gifts, when I get certain points. Yep, yep, yep. And then I I love Ulta, and I love QVC, and I'm also, I have a, a website called The Eclectic Beauty Hunter. Ooh. And what I've done is I, I try all these different kind of products and gadgets and gizmos and everything. I Whatever is the latest thing, I'm always sampling it. I have, like, tons of makeup and moisturizers and devices for looking beautiful and things like that. So in my spare time, I do love uh, makeup. I love makeup. I love shoes. I love watches. I love anything that has to do with beauty. Anything, I, I, I tried it or I use it. So I am the eclectic beauty hunter. I am a, a junkie when it comes to makeup and cosmetics and things like that. Oh. So there you go. I like playing in makeup. <laughs> Mia, um, <laughs> a, um, any regrets in life? Any regrets? Hmm. That's a good question. No. No. Everything's a learning experience. So no. No regrets? Right. No. Everyone I've ever come across, every person I've ever met, every... No matter what it is, it's, it was always there to teach me. Mm-hmm. And I learned to, you know, stand my moral ground, mm-hmm. to have a tougher stand, skin, don't take things always personal. Um, no, I wouldn't change a thing. Wow. I wouldn't change a thing because I, I, I like who I am and I like what I've learned and it's taught me a lot and I'm okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, no regrets. I wouldn't change a thing. All right. Um, what is your personal motto? Oh my goodness, my personal motto, it has to be to keep my faith in God. Keep my, you know, always look up. My personal motto is always to pray. Mm-hmm. It's always to pray. My faith is more important to me than anything. It is. It's more important to me in, than anything. And you'd be surprised how difficult it's been when you couldn't even say, like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It offended, you know what I mean? Yeah. But for me, I, I stood my ground on it. So for me, it's always, always keep my focus on God. I'm always keeping my eye on the Lord because that's the most important thing. So that's my daily thing because I do. I pray every day. I, mm. I try to study the Bible. That's what I do. It's who I am. Yeah. So that's my thing. I, yeah. I keep, I stay in prayer. Um, what was your most unforgettable moment in your career so far? Oh my gosh. Well... My name, of course, Mia, I was named after Mia Farrow. Oh. And Mia Farrow was, um, you know, was an actress and was married to Woody, Woody, I think it's Woody Allen. Yeah, correct. And he was a scandal there, but also to old Blue Eyes, Frank Sinatra. Mm -hmm. And my mother had named me after her. And 
I was engineering for NBC News Radio. I was engineering Roseanne Barr's show. Mm. And Roseanne and I would talk because I would engineer a show. And she had Mia Farrow on her show. Mm-hmm. And when I got to speak to her, and I had told her I was named after her, she just thought she she was tickled by it. She was She's like, really? I'm like, yes. Oh, my gosh. I've always heard of you all my life. That's who I was named after. Now I get to speak to you. It was amazing. I'm telling you, I was like, never in a million years would I ever think I would ever get to speak to Mia Farrow. That was so super, super cool. That was really cool for me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really awesome. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I want to do a word association with you and just think of, just tell me the first word that comes to mind. Okay. Okay, breaking. <laughs> Break dancing. Uh-huh. Shabadoo. Break dancing too. <laughs> Electric boogaloo. <laughs> When I think of that, okay, let me see. Jerry Curl. Uh-huh. Yeah, do you remember the Jerry Curl? Yes. Oh my yes. God. And the Michael Jackson Jackson jacket yes. with the zipper. Oh my God. I've seen that in the movie theaters for like $3. I remember that <laughs> so long ago. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. We used to wear the glove and everything. Yes. We used to break it down. <laughs> All right. Um, Crystal Santos. Um, strong woman. <clears throat> Kelly V. Dolan. Oh my goodness. Um, beautiful. Beautiful, okay. Um, and your compadre, Aaron Sanchez. Aaron Sanchez. Oh my goodness. Rico Suave. No, I don't even think you're going to get mad if you hear me say that. Um, I would have to say, uh, what would I say? Um, charming. Charming. And the, and the last one, God. Oh my goodness, life. Life. Life to me. Life. All right, awesome. Um, Mia, what are your fans like? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> there are many different walks of life in different ages. So wow. <laughs> mostly, that, seriously, because of different formats, there are different people that listen, right? Yeah, that's true. So, what my fans are normally like, they're like, I listen to you. Oh, I love your voice. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, you're so pretty. And I'm always like, oh my gosh, in my mind, I'm like, how did they, oh my goodness, really? Because a lot of people are like, I know you, but I'm like, when did this happen? When did I become well known? You don't notice it when you're on the road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Traveling on this destination. So when people would say, oh my goodness, I listen to you all the time. I love your voice. I love your music. Oh my goodness, you're the best. It's like, it, it's it's just heart touching makes my eyes tear up a little bit it's a good thing you guys can't see me right now but it's very touching to me so yeah it's my fans are awesome they're amazing and they're all walks from older all the way to to young you know and i treat them all the same with respect respect always Uh Mm -hmm. um how much do you miss aaron and being together oh my gosh okay Aaron has always been such a sweetheart and such a good person that I miss him all the time. I miss him all the time. I do. Um, Because we make each other laugh. He has such a good heart. and He's very charming, but he's a very smart businessman. Yeah. And he has a good heart. And it just amazes me when I see him interact on the red carpet 
and he's with a celebrity. He's always professional, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's very calm, very smooth. But every now and then, he trips up when he sees that beautiful woman that he's a fan of. <laughs> oh yeah, he is not slick. I mean, other than that, you know, normally he's got it calm and collected. But one, oh my goodness, there was one celebrity in particular. He had to stop the interview because he saw her and he could not focus anymore. Oh my gosh! What celebrity was? What was her name? She's an older celebrity, very long hair. Oh my goodness. Oh, what was she in? What was she in? Oh, it slips my mind. Oh my gosh. Watch when I stop oh. and we're done with the interview. It will come to my mind. And if he's listening, when he listens to this, he's going to say, I know exactly who it is because Aaron was dressed all in black. He looked sharp. Yeah. He looked sharp. But when she walked in, he could. she played in a movie with Christopher Reeves. Oh my uh, gosh. Lois, well, not not uh, Margot Kidder, right? No, 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 no. She, what was all she was in? Oh my gosh. She has a jewelry line with Zales. She has <laughs> a jewelry line with Zales. She does. No, wait a minute. I'm going to be looking it up. Uh, what is her name? Oh my goodness. <sighs> ah. You said Christopher. Oh my you said God, she played in a movie with Christopher Reeves. That's where he fell in love with her when he was young. This woman has been married quite a few times, and, and Aaron could not do the interview. He stopped because she came in. He saw her out of the, out of the glance of the corner of, her, of his eye, and he just had to stop it. He just, he's so in love with this woman. Oh, my gosh. And I, I just... I just thought that was super cool, but I always mess with him when that happened, too. So, yeah, certain women kind of do that to Aaron. Oh, he's going to get mad. I'm talking about oh, him like this. Who is the woman? Who is the woman? I'm oh trying to... God. I don't kind of remember. Oh, my gosh. What else was she in? Was, uh, was it Mariel Hemingway? No. Um, oh, my gosh. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, my She's, God. She, she has a sales collection. Zills. Oh, is, my goodness. I'm trying to see who it is. Uh, I feel like putting the TikTok sound effect now. I know, TikTok, I know, I know, because it's only going to be for so long. And you know what? We can keep talking a little bit, but I'm determined now <laughs> to find out uh, the celebrity who does the sales. Let me see. We can Google this. You probably put it on you. Aaron would do this all the time. He'd start getting his little hands going. All right, well, all right, well what's, what's, who was your celebrity crush? Oh, where do I start? Oh, oh my gosh. What decade? It's I a mean, it's a laundry list. Uh oh. Yes, I mean, okay, I'm married, but I'm not dead. And, <laughs> but before I was married, I mean, it started back with um, the Night Rider. Michael you David Hasselhoff. Him? Yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I had it, I had it like a new crush every year. It was terrible. It was terrible. Oh my goodness! I mean, I was even in love with Prince. Oh. Okay, now check it out. I'm like six foot two in high heels. Prince was like five foot tall, but I didn't care. It didn't matter. I was in love with Prince. It did not matter if he was a little man. I was in love with Prince. Oh, yeah. I was in love with Michael for a minute. Yeah. That was just for Okay, well, okay. Let me ask you. Who was your celebrity crush, mister? Oh, man. Woo. I'm going to flip it. Oh, you got to flip the script on me. Uh-huh. Wow. A lot of them come into mind now. Yeah, yes, they do. A lot of them do come into mind. I had a crush on Deidre Hall from Days of Our Lives, Kristen Alfonso from Days of Our Lives, um, who, um, uh, Margot Kidder back in the days. Wow, I thought she was hot back in the days. Um, uh, ooh, ah. Check you out. You got the names down and everything. Yeah. I'm all like, um, 
um, um, and look at you. Yeah, you see, I'm naming, I'm name dropping here. I'm name dropping. So, um, you are good. I suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> I suck at it. I mean, because, like, like, right now, my, my celebrity, my crush would be what's the guy with the Patriots, the, the quarterback? Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Oh, so I guess. <laughs> I guess you want you want the Patriots to take the Super Bowl, then that's how I take it. <laughs> oh, are they in the Super Bowl? I don't watch it for that. Yeah. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is scandalous, isn't it? This is scandalous. Oh my god. I know not to talk about sports with Mia Mocha. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, okay, but we were talking about we were. Uh, you know we're going to end up using up the whole hour, but I don't, I don't care. We were talking about you were telling me about. Um, Superhero movies, right? Well, celebrity crushes, but like yeah, before Marvel earlier, yeah, yeah, and, right, yeah. Well, did you see the guy who's going to be playing um, Aquaman? Oh, Jason Momoa. Oh, you like oh, Jason Momoa? Oh my gosh, that man is easy on the eyes. Oh, you know what? Let me stop. I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> uh, you, uh, let me stop. Remember, he was he was. <laughs> remember, he was from Baywatch. He was from Baywatch as well. Oh my! You know what that. Let me stop. Uh oh. Mia, Mia. Do, do, do. <laughs> focus, focus. Flee. You know how they say in the Bible? Flee. You know, don't. Oh my God. <laughs> you went all biblical on me. Okay, I felt the guilt. Okay, I'm repenting. Let's get back to the. <laughs> okay, let me stop. Oh my word. You know how they say in the Bible? You flee. Oh. You know, you can't do it. You're not going to want me to be back on your show again. Oh, my goodness. No, I'll... Can you delete that part? Can you edit it? Can you put that delete? Just, you know. Delete? Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you serious? Right but, seriously, but on the Zales one, oh, my goodness. I know she had Zales, and she has a beautiful necklace that doesn't help at all. Oh, my no. gosh. I bet you it, other people, like, it, don't know who it is. Yeah, but. it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to ask Aaron. I'm going to get it Get it from the horse himself and find out who it is. <laughs> Okay, if I that kind of gets me off the hook, but he's a good guy. Aaron and Kelly and Crystal, them, they're all amazing. Jose Luis, mm. I mean, I've learned a lot in my career with them. I've met many of the celebrities. You know, it's really funny. The celebrities that they've that have come in and have been on the show, it's now the Hollywood Social Lounge, but before it was live with Aaron and Kelly. Yeah. And you find out they're so grounded. Yeah. They're yeah, so that's crazy. really true. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and I learned a lot from... Watching them in interact, we've had um, musicians on the uh, on the show as well, and a lot of them are just very humble and very yeah. grounded, and it's been quite a learning experience. And yeah. I, I pray I continue on this journey on on television, radio, all of it. I just keep my mind completely open to it. Yeah. Are, are you open to making like guest appearances back or? Absolutely, um, absolutely. I went to the La Femme uh, Festival. Mm-hmm. And that's where they're honoring directors and writers that are women. Mm-hmm. And I, I, all these, this, you know, these women, they were talking about the things they went through, how difficult it is in Hollywood because, you know, women are not treated the same as men. Mm-hmm. They don't get paid the same as men. And that's why they started the La Femme Festival in the first place because mm-hmm. women were kind of excluded. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised how many um, women have directors, producers, um, you name it, have kind of been shunned when it comes to these other award ceremonies. And these women, what they just when you hear their stories, it's inspiring. 
and I've, we've had some of them on the show. I've come and done interviews with them. I'll go different places, and yeah, I'm always open to going to different places and interviewing and, and showing up and supporting. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm just I'm more of a as you can tell. I talk a lot. <laughs> your your radio personality, so it, um, it would not surprise me. A lot of radio personalities are great talkers. Oh, you are too. Your radio personality as well. You're a great talker too. That's why I appreciate you asking me to be on the show. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Mia, Absolutely. Mia, a, a quick question for you. Um, have you ever thought about being a fashionista model? I think about it a lot, and in fact, not necessarily a model, but I love doing things like demo because people ask me, "What are you wearing?" What are you doing? Ah, your skin? Okay. And I will tell them I'm very open and blunt. I don't, you know, it's no joke. If I had to describe myself the before and after, because I love glamour, you know RuPaul? Yeah. You know who RuPaul is? Of course, you yeah. You know RuPaul before and RuPaul after? <laughs> like you see him like really playing before and, and dressed up after? That's kind of like me. When people see me without my makeup, they don't know who I am. Oh my God. You compare, fact, you, you comparing yourself to RuPaul? Whoa. No, I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, without the makeup. Oh, with the, okay, I mean, it's a little exaggerated. <laughs> That's what people really don't know who I am when yeah. I don't have makeup on and my hair's pulled up in a ponytail. Wow. They don't recognize me. Yeah, seriously. But when I made up, they're like, wow. So, with that being said, one time I went and got my nails done, I didn't have my makeup on. They normally saw me with my makeup. When they didn't see my makeup, they're like, oh, you look different. Like, what does that mean? You look different, and the word different, the way they said it, told me, don't you ever leave the house without your makeup on. So, this, I, I kid you not, this day forward, from that day forward, I always keep myself up, even when I go out in public. Really? People recognize me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, was like, I don't ever want to hear that. You look different. Because uh. that different means, oh, you look jacked up. That's how I took it. Uh. Oh, you look homie. Oh, uh-uh, uh-uh. So now, I keep my makeup on. I'm so used to it. It helps me keep myself up. And, you know, I won't let my parents get a little lazy. It keeps me on, on point. But I cannot stand anybody says, oh, you look different. Oh, them is fighting words. Uh-uh. Uh, uh -uh. So if anybody hears this out there, never tell Mia, you look different. Because you just, you just you know, psychologically tortured this poor child and now she ha always has to wear makeup even if she has to go to the bodega or go to Walmart. They, it's true! They just, God, you're feeling me! Thank they, you! They totally messed you up. I'm so sorry to hear that. Jeez. <laughs> it did. It did. And I kid you not, I won't go without my makeup on. That's how I feel. I feel like if I don't have it on, I look like RuPaul before oh my god so so oh my god so i feel bad for you because if you go to the gym and you exercise you go jogging you're wearing makeup on the elliptical oh, oh no, no. Wait oh a minute. i do my zumba at home oh, oh. no you ain't seeing me looking like that oh, uh -uh. <laughs> i look like a hot mess oh no i when i sweat and work out i work out oh. i mean it's sweat sweaty no 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 i, I have to hide that oh, oh no, uh -uh. no. Mm -hmm. zumba at home zumba at home oh no because if i got to go to a gym and work out I'm not going to do a workout because I'm going to be sitting up there trying to look cute. <laughs> Hoping I don't sweat my makeup off. Uh-uh. Oh, no. That ain't going to work for me. So there you go. Uh-uh. I learned. Yeah. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh -huh. <laughs> Mia, um, getting back to radio, Um, is there any particular shock jock radio host that you were a fan of or 
did you admire from afar? Not to say that you followed his work, but is there any particular shock jock radio that kind of, I guess, sort of inspired you or not inspired you or indifferent? Oh, boy, that's a good one. Um, oh, gosh. There's so many over the years. I mean, because then I'll be telling my age. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, oh no. Ancient. Like, who's that? I got to Google that person. Um, let me see. Okay, the closest one I could, uh, I would have to say that I really, really like would be Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest? Okay. I like Ryan Seacrest. What He's is... always polite. He's always a gentleman. He has a good heart. What? 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 No, no, I was going to say, what is it? Shock well, he's not really a shock jock, I would say, but. A shock jock. Oh, my gosh. Um. Ooh, uh, like the like the obvious one is like Howard Stern, but you're probably not a fan of. It. I don't know if you're a fan of him or not, or he inspired you. I'm not a fan. I'll tell you why. Because that man be talking some foul stuff. He is foul. Yeah. He gets away with things like back in the day when he was first. Oh yeah, on. yeah. I know now yeah. he's he's so PC now, but back in that back. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. Is he really? I well, I mean, compared there's there's certain guests that wasn't on his show and uh -huh. but but now like you know he's done you know what is that uh that show he did with howie mandel uh oh, i forgot the name america yeah america's got talent and you know he, he's changed a lot he's changed a lot he's changed really if if he's well, you know what those early impressions did something to me yeah but remember, he got fired from NBC, and he was on an NBC show, you know, back again for the America's Got Talent. So he, like, from when I used to hear him back when I was younger till now, totally different, totally different. Totally different. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You see, I remember him how he was back in the day. Yeah. That's kind of etched in my memory. Yeah, of so course, yeah, yeah. Right, he was, to me, King Shock. Yep. Because he did some things. Yeah. That was inappropriate. Yep. Yep. Also, no. Because it's different for women. How many women in radio do you know? Yeah, you hear more men in radio than you do women. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, that's true. There, there's there's some women in the East Coast. I like Angie Martinez, the Hot ninety seven. There's a there's a couple of you know. Now. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like not not as much. Yeah, that's what you're right. It's not as much. Oh, you know what? Now that you just said that, give me give me your DJ name. What what DJ name would you have? Mm -hmm. Um, DJ Easy E, no, but Easy E's a rapper. But um, just um, DJ E Boogie. How about that? DJ E Boogie. Yeah. What would your format be? What type of music would you play? Um, I would play all types. I think I would play like '80s freestyle. Then I would throw in a little bit of R&B. Um, and probably a little, little trance music. The inch, 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 like something like that. You know, <laughs> like rave music. Awesome. Yep. Throw Wait a have you thought about being an on-air DJ, like for an FM station? Um, 
it crossed my mind, but nothing that I actually really thought about. But you know, like playing around because you know I I, I like all types of music. Like there's no music that I pretty much discriminate against. I, I like I like pretty much everything. If it sounds good, I like it. You know, if it's a if it's a good tune, if it's a good beat, I like it. Like the trance music, you really don't need to know how to dance to it. You need to just jump up and down, and everybody is just you know. <laughs> there's no technique. <laughs> There's, Uh-oh, I think, you know, you kind of DJ up in there. I can tell. Oh. Uh, yeah, DJ in you. There is. There is. There's a hidden DJ in me. It, it takes a special person to bring it out. So I think you're bringing it out little by little. Oh, all right. I still think you need to write your own story into the book. <laughs> I know. You keep you telling me that. I don't know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> one day you got to let people know your experiences, your adventures oh. in your new town. Oh, boy. I love it. That, I'm sorry. That's funny. That's a sitcom right there. <laughs> it's a sitcom. I, something you need to think about. I'm serious, but yeah. yeah. Back to the radio. Yes. Yeah. I, I no shock shock. I hope yeah. that answered your question. But for me personally, uh, again, uh, you know what? The, my next format I would love to do is uh, I've done almost all formats except for Christian. Mm. That, would, that would be really good. No, that would be really good. Do a Christian station, uh, a format, because I've done all the rest. Wow. I would love to. And again, talking is something I love doing. I love doing talk shows, but yeah, I would love to do a Christian station. I think if you um, did that, that will come full circle. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That would be something. Actually, I've been kind of working on that in the work, so that's why I threw it in there. Ooh, stay, oh, stay tuned. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? A good job can do any format. Yeah. I was told that a good job can do any format. Yeah. So, but you know, there you go. There's my story. Yeah. I what got I got I got two more questions for you. Um what? Okay. <laughs> all right. What, what is your what is what, what is your thought on President Trump and your thought on the Women's March? <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm almost afraid to talk about it. You know what? I haven't even posted anything on Facebook about anything because it's such a hot topic. So this is an exclusive. Yeah, it's like, you know what? I don't even know where we're headed. Mm -hmm. I actually don't know. I've never seen anything, seriously, like this in my entire life. I've never seen anything like this. This is so controversial. It Mm -hmm. is. And Mm -hmm. when it comes to Donald Trump, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to pass. I better not say, I'm going to get in trouble. So, I won't say anything about that, but the Women's March, um, you know, the women, us women, are right. You know, people are saying, what's the purpose of this march? Well, you know, some women are like, I like who I am. I'm fine the way it is. I, I, I don't agree with the march. But you know what? It doesn't mean the march is wrong. Mm-hmm. Just because you're there, you're not there doesn't mean it's wrong. What they're doing is, what, what's being said is, Women want to be respected. You need to recognize that. That's the purpose of the march. Yeah. It's they're, they're acting like the march is in vain. No. You know, Donald Trump and a lot of people, even in Hollywood, there is this prejudice against women like they're, they're things or objects. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, we don't have feelings. We don't have souls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The march is saying, this has got to stop. You're going to be the president. We can't change it. He is the president. But you are not to talk and treat women like that. Mm-hmm. That's, to me, the purpose of that march. And it's a message to him and those people who treat women like he does. Yeah. That's that's what I got from it. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Because no, women have come a long way, but we're not all the way there yet. Mm -hmm. And for, for those that sit back and say, hey, you know, that doesn't affect me. I'm fine in my world. It's like, oh, be careful. You have daughters. You have people in your life. You're a woman. Are you sure you know what you're saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because for me, this is something I, I've, I've asked. Um, Republicans. I know Republicans that are friends of mine. I have friends that are Republicans, Democrats, other, right? Mm -hmm. And I sometimes wonder, even with Trump, I wonder, do all Republicans agree with him? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, does represent the true Republican Party? Are they sure? Mm -hmm. A lot of people are behind him because he's a Republican, but do they, you know, to me, Donald Trump is Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's Republican or anything else. He's Donald Trump. And that's a man with a lot of money and a lot of power. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens over these next four years. I can't even imagine. I am worried, though. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm uneasy about the whole thing. Wow. It's going to be interesting. I'm sitting, watching, and praying. But I don't... Well, well come on. You, honestly, really? Do you, how do you feel about it? <laughs> um, it's... It's a touchy subject, isn't it? You can't... There's no... It's, no, it's, it's not black and white. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because, especially in the state of Wisconsin that pretty much you know, voted for Trump and a lot of people I work with and a lot of people who are friends of mine and family members. It's it's just, it's, 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 there's people who want it change and they figure Hillary is a liar. They're saying, and, um, they didn't see anything going to happen with Hillary and they wanted something new and they figure Trump could bring that. But, you know, and the whole locker room banter, rapper in the pussy, this, this, and that, you know, it's, it's, you know, you know, right. I guess at this, you know, we're, we live in a world where nothing is black and white. Everything is shades of gray, you know, and, you know, of, of course, you know, you know, you're, you're, you're a religious person. I'm a religious person, but you know, there's people out there that are, they have different beliefs and I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know what his belief is. I don't know if he's a God loving man. I have no idea, but, um, change is coming. And I, I, I know for a fact we're going to have change regardless of the fact, like we're already seeing stuff with the, the, the yeah, we've seen the wall in Mexico is coming and who's going to, who's going to pay for that. We are going to pay for that. You know, for now, right now, it seems like we're going to pay for that. And, um, you know, there's there's people who have dirty water in Flint, Michigan, and what's going to happen with that? The Dakota pipelines. There's so many things that have to happen, and you know, it's only been you know as as I talk to you right now, it's only been a few weeks he's been in office. So I just right. I, I, I just like you said, it's scary times, but you know, I, it just it's just kind of funny. I think this is what makes I guess America great because somebody who has no political experience whatsoever, somebody who pretty much is a businessman and had a TV show with Celebrity Apprentice is now the president of the oh, United yeah. States. You know, it's just kind of funny. Uh -huh. And, you, you know, coming, yeah. Huh? And Arnold Schwarzenegger, Hey, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor and Ronald Reagan was our president. Yes. So, you know, true story. Yep. True and true. Yeah. And, right. and, Je oh, and Jesse, and Jesse, the body Ventura was the uh, mayor of Minnesota. So that's then that's governor right. and, and governor as well. In a movie with Arnold. Yes. <laughs> See the connections right there? Yeah, so... Yeah, there is. And... It's like you said, I can't say... Because I, I have friends that are Republican, Democratic, and other, and I love them all. 
Yeah. It's just, I don't know what really deep down, I don't really know what to say. I don't have a real answer. Yeah. It's too soon. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Anyway, you're going to offend somebody. Yep. If you're for them, you're going to offend it. If you're against, you're offending. Yep. So to me, I'm just sitting back and I'm going to watch and see what happens at this point. Yep. He and, is the president. Yeah. And then, the and then if something happens, you go, I told you so. I told you so. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I just, again, there's so much uncertainty. Yeah. I don't know what to say anymore. Not yet, I don't. Yeah. Give me some time. <laughs> Give me some time. Then we'll have more of an answer. But that one's kind of hot. Yeah. That's a hot topic. Yeah. And what was the other question? And oh, my, the march. And, what, yeah. Wait a minute. What is your thought on the march? Um, I'm not interviewing you. I'm flipping it. I know. Yeah. I know. Because that's that's the that's the radio personality in you. You're flipping it on me. Um, <laughs> um, I just thought the march. It's I don't know. It's it's good and it's bad at the same time because there's women walking with clit hats. You know, like like you know, like pussy hats basically. And you know, it's like that's like having a man march and a guy walking dressed as a pe- a guy dressed as a penis. You know, it's just like okay, you have some who have the right reasons for doing it, and there's some who it looks like they're making a mockery out of it. Like you know, you can't really take anybody seriously if they're walking with a, a pussy hat. To be honest with you, you know, it's just like okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay. If they had like maybe removed that or didn't have that, yeah. What you're saying is that you can make your point. Yes, but that's a little bit much. Is yeah. What you're saying? Yes, exactly. Okay. You know, and they, and, gotcha. and cardboards with like draw drawn on boobs and stuff is like okay. You know, like you know, it's it, it's it, it, it's it's turning to WWE now. Like it's already like you know. <laughs> Which which is nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just I'm just saying though. It's like it's 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 like kind of a, certain people have it like a kind of a show. That's basically what I want to say. It's like you know some were doing it for the right reasons and some were doing it just to like hey I'm I'm woman and I'm proud. Look at look I'm I have a I have I have a pussy hat on and it has hair in it and it's this this and that. It's like okay. Oh you know? my gosh! See, I didn't even see that part. You saw more than me. What are they showing you? No, um, I think if you if you go to Facebook and people put pictures up there, you can... Wait, oh, I am not gonna go look at that. Yeah. Oh no, I pass. <laughs> it... Did you? Did you? Are you serious? They actually... Yes. What? Yes. I that. You just do a Google search. You'll see pictures. Oh my you know. Goodness. Okay. So it's like it's, it's it's you look at it, you just laugh like holy crap! Like what's going on here? You know, like. I, I, actually did not know that yeah i actually did not see that like okay like if it okay. yeah like correct me if i'm wrong but when there was like the million man march no one was dressed in the penis suit or anything like that as far as i know you know what I, mean? I don't you know it was as far as i know i could be wrong but <laughs> oh my gosh yeah okay google it huh Ooh, yeah okay that's that's the that. <laughs> that's the word of the night google it <laughs> Oh my word! Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, um, like I said, I'm hoping that the point wasn't lost in the, in the translation. Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm hoping that you know it comes across as just women want to be respected. Yes. Yes. Saying that's the bottom line. Yes, of course. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. So even though Donald Trump is the president, it doesn't mean he needs to continue to treat women like that. Yep. That's the bottom line. So that's what basically to me. What yeah. the foundation was about. Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of cool seeing, you know, um, I, I don't know who who was it, but there was like um, some church. I don't know. I, I, I don't even know the names, but there was people praying around him, praying that he does a good job, which I guess is a, is a good thing. You know, they're praying for him Maybe, and yeah. he's accepting. Uh, uh, 
friends of mine have posted on Facebook about praying for the president. You pray for your leaders. Yeah, yeah. And they were praying for the president. That is true. Yeah, so... That's what, yeah, and hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and... You know what I mean? You don't want the country to go down the tubes. You yeah. know what I mean? Regardless, it affects us all. Yeah, we live in this country, and, you know, we are That's taxpayers, right. so, you know, I want... Exactly. You know, I want this country to succeed. You know, he, he was he my choice? No, but you know what? He's the president, and hopefully, he'll he'll hopefully he'll turn it around, and he'll you know make the people who doubted him like like wow, he really does care. So you know, great. That yeah. would be great. Yep. Yeah. Seriously, and, that would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mia, my final questions for you. you ready? What would the Mia of today tell the Mia of yesterday? Ooh. The Mia of today. Uh, it'll all work out. Don't it'll, worry. It'll all work out. Wow. It'll all work out. Yeah. One thing it is um, with me is you get a lot on your mind is a lot of stresses. Yeah. It's a lot of stresses. And at times I feel better, other times it feels overwhelming. And if I if anything I would have to say to my past self, previous past, it would be it'll work out. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. It'll work out. Just keep faith. It'll work out. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Mia, um plug your social media, plug any upcoming events you have coming up and plug where people can hear you at. Okay, Twitter underscore don't forget the underscore because then there'll be someone else and who knows who else that is but mia mocha underscore on twitter instagram it's mia underscore mocha of course somebody took mia mocha so that really sucks <laughs> again instagram mia underscore mocha on facebook mia mocha and you can hear me on um, the hip-hop station uh you can go online hdhiphop963.com i'm on from three to seven weekdays and podcast from the morning show for KMT 1490 AM with Aaron, Michael Sanchez, and Brett Malik. You can hear that at that website as well. So there you go. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the one, the only, the hottest DJ in the West Coast, Mia Mocha. Oh, I so love that. You have a great voice. I'm telling you, you might want to think about, you know, hitting up some local stations. Uh, I don't know, man. I think I have more of a shower voice than I do have a radio voice. What? Yeah. What? Right? You don't okay. think so? Yeah, sort of, sort of. Uh, no, I think you, have a, you did that really good. You know what? When it comes to radio, you either have the voice or you don't. And I have it? They will tell you. You have a very good voice. Oh, thank you, Mia. You're so amazing. You're so amazing. And I guess I'm amazing too, right? I guess I am too. You are amazing. And you need to you know, stay focused on that. Seriously, and think about going in there, you know, maybe going in, you know, a radio station. Seriously, you would sound great. Oh, you thank would sound you. Great. Just something to keep in mind. And for goodness sake, write down your memoirs. It's funny. Oh, my God. Do you hear that, people? She wants me to write, she, she wants me to write my memoirs. <laughs> uh, uh, if they only knew what you told me. Oh, man. I'm sorry. That is really good. That's sitcom <laughs> material. I'm serious. That's sitcom material. <laughs> on that <laughs> on that no fans I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices have a good one folks <laughs>